Hey, look, what an honor and privilege it is to have the opportunity to bring the word this morning. And so for those of you who do not know me, my name is Orion Kenny and the university pastor. Whoa, what a title, what a, what, a, what a job to tackle. So very, very excited for that. But hey, on that note, just going to pray us into the word this morning and then uh, let's jump in. Awesome. Hey, look, Father, we just thank you that you are here right now. Holy Spirit, I pray that you would speak loudly and clearly this morning to every single person inside of this room and in this church, in Ragland, and everything that's going on. Father, have your way. In your name we pray. And everyone said? Amen. Amen. Hey, look, just before I get in, just want to let you know that I myself would consider myself a bit of a hollaback preacher. And so if I say anything, or if there is anything in my message that, 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 oh, yeah, I like that, or it's, it's resounding in your innermost being, then let me know, because the louder you get, the faster I preach, and the earlier we get to go to lunch, so it's a win-win for everyone. If you want me to preach for three hours, I can. Maybe. But hey, that's on you guys. Cool? So if anything, anything at all, if it, if it sounds good, say, hey, that's good, that's good. I'm not going to bite. Um, we might get the deacons onto you if you get too rowdy, so that is all good. Hey, look. This morning, uh, I, just, I just really want to say that, again, we're in such, a, such an amazing time of the year. Today marks, I believe it's the 27th of January, and so for a lot of us, this means that already you have made your mind up on New Year's resolutions or lifestyle changes if you want to be holy about it, and you have decided on things that maybe you want to achieve in this year, that your focus, your direction, and the way that you want to carry yourself, your family, and the way that you want to head throughout 2019. I can also, on top of that, guarantee that most, if not all of us, have already fallen short on those New Year's resolutions already, in whatever capacity that is. I know for myself, uh, you can get into the place where it, it might even be the gym. Maybe right now you're just sponsoring the gym, and hey, that's okay. Snap Fitness or Anytime Fitness or whoever those guys are, they're winning right now at the expense of you, but they're still winning. I guess it's a blessing in disguise. Maybe not for your bank account or your wife's if your wife's paying it, but hey, still a win. So maybe you decided that you were going to go to the gym this year. Every single day, I'm going to smash it out, I'm going to get fit, and it look good. Maybe on the other end, thank you, Yalta, maybe on the other end of that, maybe you've decided, hey, look, I'm going to pray every single day, read my Bible. And you have already found within 27 days, you might have fallen short. Now, I know how this goes. I know how this record plays over and over and over again in your head, because when we know that we stumble once, we tend to let it slip and let it continue to slip. And you decide to just jump on that water slide all the way down right through the year. And we find ourselves at the end of the year saying to ourselves, yeah, this year, 2020 is the year. It's going to be a great year. I'm pumped. I'm excited. Why? Because I'm going to read the Bible every day. I'm going to pray. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to eat healthy. I'm going to get on that diet. You know what? I'm going to, I'm going to be the best employee ever, said no one ever. <laughs> but whatever it is for you this morning, there are things in your life right now that you have possibly proclaimed and it has fallen short. Possibly dreams that you have dreamt even from a, a, even a younger age that you said, I'll get here, but year and year has come and year and year has gone. And still you find yourself in a predicament where you say, 
well, I'll probably tackle it next year. Or halfway through the year, and we'll, we'll, do, we'll do some reevaluation and we'll get there. Because I know that's me. I've done it far too many times, sponsored far too many gyms. And so I know where the church is coming from. But I, I, in this story that I'm about to share and in this message, really just want to encourage the concept that it's not over yet and that the title of my message this morning is Switch It Up. Church, if you would say it with me, let's, let's, let's get involved. Switch it up. Say it with me. Switch it up. Cool. Because in order for us to really move forward in what God has for you in 2019, which is, oh, it's endless. It really is. We have to get into a place of learning that it actually takes a couple of steps, maybe a couple of leaps, maybe even a couple of jumps in order for you to actually reach the border of the potential that is to be. And so it's time, church, to switch it up. For me, I found that at the start of 2015, after a, a, a pretty hardcore year in 2014, being accepted into internship, it was, I found myself in a place where it was either time for me to switch it up or to switch it off. And what I'm getting at is, is I got accepted to internship in, at the start of 2015, and for the rest of that time, I, I, was, I was like, man, this, this is crazy cool. This is a, what an awesome opportunity. And then the leaders of the college were like, oh, yeah, just to, just to make it very clear, there were 450 applicants and only 15 got chosen, and you were one of them, so it's like a pretty big deal. And I was like, wow, what an opportunity. And I find myself weeks, literally just a couple of weeks beforehand, second-guessing. Second-guessing the concept that, man, I'm going to be, 2015 is going to be the year I'm sold out for God. Going to be the year that I'm going to make all the changes. Going to be the year that I, at that time, was, was working through the concept of getting over the drugs, the alcohol, and doing all that buzz. And I'm like, oh, yeah, nah, this is the year, 2015. It's my year. What's up? Make it happen. It's like those prep talks. Hey, those prep talks in the mirror. And you're like, and then you leave and you're like, <laughs> and I found myself still in this moment. But God said to me, it's time to switch it up, Orion. These things that you have declared over your life, that you have decided to focus on at least for 2015, if you do, will set you up for what is to be in 2016, and so on. And so I had a decision to make in my own life. And what I want to challenge the church today is that a lot of us have a decision today, right now, in this very moment, to say to yourself, will I switch it up? Or will I switch it off? See, for me, at the start of 2015, I greatly, so happily, rejoicefully decided that it was time for me to switch it up. And I'll switch it up, it was. And it was a year of absolute growth. In that year, I met my wife-to-be, who was sitting in the front row. Gorgeous, amazing creation. My wife is better than yours. Shame. <laughs> and I can say that, because I've got the mic and you don't know. <laughs> but again, it's this concept that you are on the pinnacle of making some solid decisions to outsee 2019 to be the year that not only you have decided it to be, but what God has declared for it to be for you. Can I get an amen, church? Amen. Awesome. Well, let us jump into the Bible story of Jacob. Please turn, if you have your Bibles with me, to Genesis chapter 32, and we will begin at verse 22. Let us begin to read. If you don't have your Bibles, it's all good. 
Um, Ansel, pray for you. But now, nah, look, it's up on the screen. Let's read along, eh? It reads at verse 22 of chapter 32. That night, Jacob got up and took his two wives, his two female servants. What a handful. What a handful, eh? What a handful. Four women? No, okay. Um, his 11 sons. I was talking about the sons for those guys who just laughed. See, it's okay. Wife, do not strike me down. Nah. And crossed the ford of Jabuk. After he had sent them across the stream, he sent over all his possessions. So Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him till daybreak. I felt God highlight this scripture and even just the story about Jacob wrestling. If you've been and attended churches, you've probably heard this story. But I really want to highlight the concept that takes place here. See, first of all, the fort of Jabuk, basically meaning a stream, but the Hebrew translation of the word Jabuk is actually the emptying of oneself. Now, how many of us know in order to actually press on into some things, you've actually got to remove some things from your life also? We've got to get ourselves into a place, even Pastor Ants preached about it last Sunday, that God is waiting to fill you, but he cannot fill which of that is already filled. And so in order for us to really even press on in what God has in store for you, or even the New Year's resolutions that you have declared over your life, it actually may mean that just like Jacob did, he sent his wives, if you have a wife, his female servants, his sons, because we know how annoying one son, let alone 11, Shush, could be. And he finds himself, as verse 24 says, so Jacob was left alone. See, I'm here today to tell you that God really wants to do a magnificent work inside of your life. And sadly, it might mean, or in some cases, happily, it may mean that you actually need to get rid of some things that have been kept very close. Whether that means relationships with friends, whether that means habits, characteristics, all of these things God wants to work out of you so that he can work in you. Do you hear me this morning, church? 2019 could well and most likely be your year to see God do such a mighty, miraculous thing. Reading on from verse 25. When the man saw that he could not overpower him, he touched the socket of Jacob's hip so that his hip was wrenched, brackets dislocated, as he wrestled with the man. Then the man said... Let me go, for it is daybreak. But Jacob replied, and this is the whole point. If you forget anything or everything else, this is what I absolutely want you to remember, is Jacob's audacious response. And he says, I will not let you go unless you bless me. The man asked him, what is your name? Jacob, he answered. Jacob is in this moment, wrestled for hours. I can only imagine it would have been 30 seconds and I would have been like, tap, it's done. I'm over. I need a drink, please, someone, anywhere. But this is Jacob, finds himself in this place, in this moment, so engrossed, not with what's going on in his hip, but engrossed with the concept that he wanted to win. How many of us in this church want to win this year? How many of us in this church actually want to win and overcome everything that is going on in your life right now, in this very moment? I know as a matter of fact, whoo, boy, golly, it's been a journey. And God has said we're going over to the university, and so we didn't get up, we got up this morning, but we've just or begun the process of moving, because how many of us know that moving a six-bedroom house isn't that easy? 
But we've begun moving strategically positioned. God has done a miracle, but I'm not satisfied because there is so much more to do. There is so much more work to be done. There are so much more seats in this church to fill, let alone the rest of the churches inside of Hamilton. There are people not yet praising Jesus' name, and I'm not satisfied. And so my heart cry for this year as I wrestle with God and as I come into this place of saying, I will not let you go, God, until I see you move. I will not let you go until I see my finances improve. I will not let you go until I see my family in church. I will not let you go until I see breakthrough happen and the university become known as a Christian university. Why? Because I want to see change. How many of us in this church actually want to see change? Raise your hand. Cool, a couple of us, cool, yeah, cool. I'll get, we'll get there, we'll get there. I guess we're still warming up, eh? It's okay, you're actually allowed to have fun in church. Hope you know. But this concept, can we, as a church, have the audacity, have, the, have that such a character and persistence to say, whatever it is, my New Year's resolutions, you know what? I may have failed, but I will not let you go. And even in this concept, Imagine if Jacob actually let him go. Like, do you ever read the Bible and sort of think about that concept? Like, what happens if this didn't happen? Like, what happens if the Israelites got to the sea and God didn't open the sea? He did, but... But this concept, what happens if Jacob let go? Because this man pops his hip out and then says, let me go for it as daybreak. What happens if Jacob was just like, oh, here you go. See you later, mate. And then we see Jacob, oh, okay, well, no blessing. And he's got his little limp on, and he's like, well, I guess I've got to put up with this. This is rubbish. What jargon. And then we read such an almighty event that happens in the next chapter that you can go and check out. But this concept that Jacob on the pinnacle of wrestling for how many ever hours it was brings himself into a place where he has the opportunity to respond Church, we have the opportunity to respond to 2019 this year, even to the rest of January. <laughs> January ain't over yet, and a lot of you are already leaning into February, but you've still got days left in this month. What are you going to do with it? God would say, what are you going to do? Switch it up. That's right. Let's say it, church. Switch it up. I don't think I heard everyone. Let's switch it up. Because church, today is the day, not tomorrow. Tomorrow's not guaranteed, sadly enough, if I'm being completely honest. So will we have the audacity? And as we read on in verse 28, it says, Then the man said, Your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel, because you have struggled with God and with humans and have overcome. Jacob said, Please tell me your name. But he replied, Why do you ask my name? Then he blessed him there. So Jacob called the place Peniel, saying, it is because I saw God face to face, and yet my life was spared. Again, this concept that the blessing that comes, Jacob meaning deceiver, is then renamed someone that has walked with God, that is with God. That in and of itself. Man, imagine if all you guys got called Anthony. Father, the blessing that would come. The blessing that would come. If you don't know who Anthony is, that's our senior pastor. You might lose your hair too. You might have to switch it up. Switch it up. But what is it this year for you that you need to switch it up? Some of us keep going to the same place looking for happiness in the exact same place that you lost it. Why? 
Let it sink in. I know this is a good word because I'm preaching it myself and it's good. But this concept, would we have the audacity to lean into God and say, in 2019, I will not let you go no matter what comes my way, that I am absolutely sold out for you, Jesus, that in every single way I know I have come here this morning to hear this word because it is for me, it is good, and it will change my life. And so let me apply it. Church, it's time to switch it up. It's time to switch it up. How much longer will you accept the average? How much longer will you accept struggle? How much longer will the church sit in denial while the world does absolutely crazy things? We even look at New York and the state of New York. I can guarantee most of you have already read about it. That they have legalized abortions, very, very late-term abortions. Even they say, like, literally the hour before the baby's born, you can abort. Crazy things are taking place. And if the church doesn't step up, then who will? So I don't know about you, but I'm ready for the church to switch it up. I'm ready for us all to get involved. As Pastor Ant said this morning, every single one of us are ministers, so it's up to all of us. Hey, look, I know that Pastor Ant is great, but he's not that great to reaching everyone, okay? Because he's just one human. Just keep that in your mind. But in order for us, I, I really want to challenge you, what, what is this, what, what New Year's resolutions have you decided on this year? What things have you already said? Hey, look, this is what I'm going to do, and I'm going to do it, and I'm going to win, and I'm the man or the woman, and this is going to be great, and it's going to be fantastic. It's rubbish, rubbish. Ah. I'm changing them. I'm changing them. Who's ever been there? (laughs) But this concept, what are your New Year's resolutions? See, I want to challenge the church that you might be one of those people that list 10,000 reasons for my heart to find. No. You might have a list of 10,000 things. What I want to encourage you to do today in the application of this message is, let's simplify. I want you to bring it down to three. Three solid things that you are going to focus on this year and see them through. God would say, I'm ready and willing to see it through. Will you let me? What is your response this morning? Choose three. I want to share with the church my personal three. So my three things that I've focused on, the first one being read a book a week. If you know me, and you know me well, I'm not really keen on reading. I don't really like reading. Um, the Bible's all good. Okay, the Bible's all good, just for those of you who know, because they're probably like, oh, he doesn't even read the Bible. No, just, just books. But um, Read a book a week. That's why I'm doing pretty good. I mean, I've actually done it every single week. About to finish my fourth book, learn a language. Haven't really started that one yet, but I'll get there. Why? Because it's time to switch it up. Woo! Laugh at me all you want. Build into my marriage. These are my three focuses for this year. Because I know in order for me to actually see what God has shown me and what God has spoken over me, I still have a process and a journey that I need to go through in order to actually reach services in February 2020. A better marriage in 2020. Possibly even our own family in 2020. And the list continues to go on. What have you got in store in 2020 for you? But what do you need to be doing right now in order to see that come to fruition in its fullest? What three things are you going to focus on and actually walk out? See, do you, can I be honest, church? Can I be actually honest with you guys? 
the one thing that absolutely kills us in this area is comparison to the disobedient. Whew. A lot of us find ourselves in places where we compare ourselves to people that are not even nowhere near your lane and you look left and right and so you settle for second best. I believe God wants to tell you this morning that if you would just focus and you would see it through and stop comparing yourself to the people that are being disobedient on your left and your right through your phone screen and just compare yourself to Jesus and see Him do a great work and see His provision come through and see His grace come to fullness that you will see breakthrough and you will see your life changed. Church, it's time to switch it up. It's time to switch it up. Hebrews chapter 12 Verse one to three says this. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith for the joy set before him, he endured the cross. Wow, thank you, Lord. Scorning his shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured such opposition from sinners so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. That, my friends, is a promise that the more that you lean into Jesus, the more that you will see victory. I'm not telling you that this is the magic bullet and everything's gonna be handy dandy great. As a matter of fact, I would be highly encouraged to tell you it probably won't get easier, but what is easier about it is that instead of leaning into the comfort zone, we actually learn to lean into the comforter. That instead of leaning into our blessings and focusing and worshiping on what God has given us, we will focus on the blesser. It's time to switch it up, church. 2019 will not be another year that I will happily stand by and see the church wave in the wind and have merry old worship services and have a great time in these four walls because how many of us know that the church ain't the building, it's the people. It's time to switch it up, church. I absolutely believe personally that if the church ventured into the unknown more and more, that we would learn and we would trust and we would see provision, we would see promise, we would see the blessings, and we would actually understand the true heart of God. God doesn't hate you, and never at any moment has He ever looked down on you and said, ooh, or you disgust me. But He absolutely loves you every single minute of every day, of every hour, of every month, of every year, and His love and His grace never stops. Then if you have come here searching than you have found because Jesus will absolutely captivate your life in such a way and all he asks is that you just take a step forward and tomorrow take another step forward and take another step forward. In a lot of ways, it's not gonna be easy, church. But if we can, and with my final point today, wrestle until we are blessed, then you will see things that no eye or ear has seen or heard. But I absolutely believe that the Jesus that we read about in the Bible and the God that we read about is far more, is far greater than what we've seen on this earth. I read one thing and see another and God's just waiting for the church to rise up. God's just waiting for people to come and surrender and just say, I am open, let me receive. But I'm telling you now, it's gonna get hard. It's gonna get hard. But just know the Holy Spirit, the Comforter is with you every single moment. So church, 
It's time to switch it up and actually wrestle and tackle these problems and these things that we've got going on in our life until you receive the blessing. Do not let go. Can we be like Jacob for even just 2019, for just the next three days of January and actually wrestle until we find the blessing? Wrestle till we're blessed, church. Who wants to switch it up? Let us pray. Father, we thank you. We thank you for who you are, Jesus. I thank you that you have called people home, even this morning. Father, I just pray right now that you would help us to actually switch it up. That life, we don't just have to accept it. Let us challenge through you what is actually going on and let us see breakthrough through your presence and your word, the truth that never changes and always remains. Thank you for your hand. Encourage us. Bless this church. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone said amen.